Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. What do yeah. We, I, I don't, I've never, I, you, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, that really oh, hey. kind of grosses me out. That was so organic. Thank you. Hi, I'm Katie, and I don't take communion. Too many carbs. Hi, I'm Molly, and yay, though I walk through the shadow of the valley of Katie, I shall fear no evil, for thy rod and thy steward, they comfort me. You get it because it's like Rod and Stash. I updated it. Or Rod Stewart. I updated it for a modern audience. (laughs) Um, Katie, we're talking about Christianity today, but not just any Christianity, not the humdrum Sunday school Christianity that you've all probably encountered in this Judeo-Christian culture of ours. (laughs) Uh, we're talking about specifically the conspiracy theories yes. that uh, are so popular in certain corners of Christianity. And when I say certain corners, I mean the, uh, the, the, the prepper types, the people who really think that the end times are upon us, mm-hmm. uh, they're coming for us. These are people who do very close readings of the text. Um, they're widely, uh, they're largely uh, Protestant uh, sectors. Yeah. Um, but before we get started, we should say, or at least I should say, I've got no beef with Christianity. <laughs> I grew up Southern Baptist. I <clears throat> flirted with Catholicism because I was homeschooled and I knew a lot of Catholics. Uh, right oh boy, before... did she flirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sexy religion. It... No, I know. There's a Christ reason. Naked? I know. There's I a know. reason that Catholicism and BDSM are such a such a almost completely overlapping Venn diagram of the type of people who are into it. Put me on the cross. Yeah. Um, so, it, and then right before college, I just dipped my toe into Russian Orthodoxy to the point where I was attending this tiny, tiny Russian Orthodox uh, church that was in a strip mall in PG County, Maryland. And when I attended there, I, I, it was su- such a strict uh, denomination that you cover your head if oh. you're a woman. And I was going with a friend who was actually baptized into that church. And I went to her baptism, which I think was uh, 72 hours long, from what I recall. Oh and she had to wear a special veil that was made by nuns in Russia. And she had to have a special baptismal uh, trough built for her, specifically for that occasion and it was a very long ceremony ceremony in which she had to physically spit at the devil. So I'm glad I went for for that reason. The devil loves spit. Yeah. And I've said that on the show before. <laughs> yeah, listen to our episode Demons Don't Like Spittle from season 2. <laughs> uh so um I feel like uh, a lot of Christianity that I've uh that I studied in my uh in Sunday school which I loved I know you have a very different relationship with Sunday school, but I was into it. They would give you candy you for are. memorizing Bible verses, and I had that whole thing pretty much. <laughs> she had a bag full of candy, yeah. <laughs> tummy full of candy. Yeah, I would go to the dentist, and I would just be like <laughs> nothing but cavities, and the dentist would be like, Sunday somebody school. knows John 3.16, and I was like, you, you got it. Uh, so I so I feel like I gave, I gave it the old college try, you know? I really ran the gamut. And uh, then I said, you know what? It's not for me. But nothing, nothing against it. Nothing against it. I, uh, I think there's a lot to – there's a lot there. There's a lot there. I'm not – I will say I'm not against it. 
(laughs) but I'm not into it. Right. And even my own religious grandmother, hey, Nance, would say when I would go to church with her that I was going to burst into flames. So, like, she gets it. And as long as she's still cool with me, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) She's the only religious person I like. Let's put it that way. But before we get into it, I wanted to to shout out some reviews because some people have been leaving us reviews even though I haven't been specifically asking for them or reading them on the show. Um, Katie, why don't you why don't you read this first review here that we got? <clears throat> Incredibly fresh with five stars by TH Ponders. Yeah, no, yeah, it's funny, quick witted, and a joy to listen to. You find yourself right in the middle of what can only be the truest of friendships, but you are welcomed into it immediately. In the first episode I listened to, season two, episode one, the common refrain, everything has been done in podcasting came to bear a few times. Yet this show is marked proof that and to read more, go on our iTunes page yeah, sorry, and leave us a review. <laughs> sorry, I didn't get the whole thing in there. Read you, the next one. Yeah. Great fun and great subjects. Five stars by the worst one. I just found this show and I am loving it. A great binge. Molly and Katie are so fun and have a great banter. I love the season's spooky theme. The show is a little bit of everything and I love all of it. From Cassie, who I guess has a show called My Worst Date. She sure does. Great show. Check check it out. Um, yeah, so those are a couple oh, of our nice. recent five-star reviews. As I'm sure a lot of you are aware, uh, after our My Favorite Murder episode, uh, there was some fallout, and we received a rash of one-star reviews, which we are going to give a spotlight to at a, on a future episode. Um, but thank you to everyone who's been leaving us five-star reviews, because all of the one-star reviews did bring our average down to four stars on iTunes. We were knocked from our five-star throne so leave us a review if you can if you can find it in in your heart and don't shy away from a one star if that's what's in your heart if that's what's in your heart (laughs) i don't want to deny you your heart no okay follow it that's what we've fucking been telling you guys for years you don't fucking listen (laughs) so okay so katie i talked a little bit about my background tell me about your experiences in the christian realm my experience in the Christian realm, I would go, I did go to Sunday school, but mm-hmm. I went Monday nights. Okay, so not Sunday school. <laughs> but I went to CCD on Monday nights. It's like remedial Sunday yeah, school for, for bad kids. For children that they know are going to hell. <laughs> Wayward children. Um, and it was like late. It would be from 7 to 9 p.m. And I was almost like, am I just being dropped off at the church because my mom's sick of me? Am I just being dropped off at the church with the janitor from 7 p.m. until 1 a.m.? We're having a very, uh, yeah, it was it was weird. Um, and so when we had to graduate, um, sorry, I keep hitting the table. When we had to graduate uh, from whatever CCD and you get your confirmation, I they made you fill out this whole sheet. And one of the questions gave – they had like five lines you could fill in. And I was like, that's like too many lines for this question because it said, um, <laughs> do you see Jesus Christ? And I was like, no. Right. Um, I failed. I had to retake it because the question actually was, how do you see Jesus Christ? And I just wrote no. And when I went <laughs> – when I went back to retake it, Deacon Joe, um, he said to me, um, he was he was cool. He was like a cool deacon. He was like one of those cool deacons yeah. you hear about on the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just called him Deke. He was cool. Um, he was Ugh. like, you need to explain further. that." And I was like, I kind of think I'm going to keep the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, 
Um, but I did get confirmed. And then I just went to youth group to be horny. Oh, my God. Youth group. <laughs> I was just when I, I woke up in a cold sweat last night thinking about youth group. having flashbacks to youth group. Sometimes when yeah. life is hard, I think back to youth group and how I would be that uh, nerdy, shyer, shyer, 12, chubby 12 to 13 mm-hmm. year old with my glasses and my braces and just standing there in youth group thinking, I don't know what I really think about all this. And uh, someone, an eager, popular, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, uh, r- real Mandy Moore and saved mm. type would uh, come up to me and like start like, hey, come on, let's clap. And would be like, come on, clap. <laughs> and I would just break clap, out girl. In, such, <laughs> in such a sweat. And, uh, and I would just make myself clap. And I don't have rhythm. So it's really like you a clapping. fucked up thing to do to see someone who's not clapping and tell them to clap. If to I see had... a differently abled girl not clapping, <laughs> do not make her clap. If I had one piece of feedback for organized religion, <laughs> it would be let people clap. Let people clap. Let people clap or not. Or not. No one clapped in my youth group. My body, my choice. <laughs> How many times do I have to say it? On this show, too many. Um, no one clapped, but we did have a, I guess, a youth pastor or whatever. Yikes. And he Those was creepy. later re- uh, arrested. Of course. For child porn. Show me a youth pastor who hasn't been arrested for child porn. Because what kind of a person says themselves, you know what I want to do? Hang out with teens. Hang Perfect. out with teens. And when I heard that news, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. He would try to text us. Yeah, I, listen. <laughs> and he I, wasn't cute, so I was like, not interested. There was a Sunday school teacher uh, who I had as a 15-year-old um, who was, and it was, like, 15 was the age when I suddenly, like, lost weight, lost the context, got rid of glasses. There she goes. And I was, like, on my way for, to being a, a human woman. And uh, my Sunday school teacher would always be like, oh, you're so beautiful oh. in front of everyone, like as part of the Sunday school. I don't remember how it came up. You're um, so beautiful now. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of that. But like with him in specific, it was oh, just no. too focused on uh, me. Your beauty. And there were, and you know, I, uh, everyone in that class was super hot. So I don't know why. <laughs> no, I was he knew that too. Being sing- but it was just like very, you know, it's like the first time that I looked um, recognizably female. So I like wasn't, I didn't know what to do. So again, just like frozen and like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And then um, he kept inviting me to go horseback riding on yes. his ranch. He didn't have and a I horse. And I said, you know what? There's something, uh, I don't like, uh, I, don't, I don't think he has a horse. And there's just something I don't like about this. Sounds like I should have called the cops for you. I told my mom and she was like, Maybe we'll call the cops. <laughs> like maybe this. Yeah, so that was not surprising. And then so when I decided to leave the church, even though I, it wasn't in my heart anyway, like Christ didn't live in my heart. Sure. Because I'm also uh, Jewish. <laughs> my father's side is Jewish. Right. I think that just always was like, stop. No more Jesus, you know? Yeah. So when I really stopped going to youth group was we had a woman come in and she um shouted at all of us that in vitro fertilization was the devil and anyone who was in vitro <laughs> fertilize you know born that way was the devil and that's exactly how i was born, born i'm an ivf baby and i was just like i guess i'm the devil and then the devil spoke to me that night and i said you're right i won't go back yeah that's a beautiful story and that's how he got my 
uh, full attention, full full attention. But my one, so because this is episode six, and of course we're going to talk about the number of the bees. My favorite story from high school is, um, I it was June sixth, two thousand and six. If you'll Mm -hmm. recall that year, your birthday, my birthday, and so it's six six oh six. But so my friends wanted to. So you were turning seventeen. I was turning. How old am I? I'm twenty nine. You're twenty. So I was turning. Thirteen in two thousand. Oh my god! Wait, I can't do math. No, 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 no. No, you were no, you were thirteen in the year two thousand. If I'm not mistaken. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm in like nineteen ninety. No, yeah, I was turning sixteen. No one knows how old you are. You've been alive for a thousand years. Yeah, like you can't age the devil. So it's like you know. So it was yeah, I was in high school. So I think my junior year, and my friends decorated my locker satanically. Oh, which is very cute because like six six. Oh, six. Very cute. <laughs> Very cute. And I was loving it. And they even gave me little devil horns to wear during school. And I went to gym class and the principal uh, called me into the office. So the, the the security guard came to the gym to get me. And he said, we've gotten a lot of complaints about your locker and your headwear, my satanic de- headwear. My headwear. <laughs> and he's like, we took all your stuff down off your locker. Here it is. Like, here's your friend's cards and decorations. And you have to take those horns off. And I was like, fine, whatever. I, like, relinquished my body part and then went back to gym. So then you took a saw and you sawed the horn. So I was like, I guess, bleeding. I went back covered in blood to gym. And I was I kneeled down to tie my shoe. And I feel a warm warmth above my head. Um, and I was like, God, <laughs> it's not my time. And I look up and it's this. Thin, nerdy girl named Mariana Zanakis. I don't think she listens to this. And <laughs> she was like, I've been praying for you for as long as I've known you. And that locker proved I needed to pray for you. Jesus, Mariana, and Joseph. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. And then she ran <laughs> over to her friend who was a Jew for Jesus. Right. And they just laughed. And they were like, yeah, good job. And like high-fived each other mm. for saving my soul. I've been involved in high fives like that. I know. I want to apologize publicly to everyone I tried to convert. I was a very, uh, I was deeply, I would say I was, I hit like peak evangelical uh, extremism when I was about six. And uh, I remember being in a playground and I was like going up to other kids and being like, do you have Jesus in my heart? And I remember my mom uh, coming up to me and being like, leave them alone. They're Jewish. (laughs) Um, but boy, I really, I really, and I've been on like a lot of youth. Tra- anyway, listen, I don't need to prove anything to you people. I was a Christian for a long we time. Know. Okay. <laughs> and I still, I like, I miss certain things about it. Like I miss like that every day it's like, you know, a self A blessing. It's a, well, no, not at all. <laughs> um, that was the thing that really drove me away from Christianity shit like that. Like everything happens for a reason. No. Uh, but, 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 you know, um, God, uh, is uh, in, uh, every, like they would just see like God in like the dumbest little <laughs> minutia, like, oh, I, I thought that I didn't have enough gas, but then I, I did have enough ga- gas and that's just how the Lord works. And I was like, <laughs> so and that's th- how your car works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and, uh, and meanwhile, uh, people are, you know, being, um, ex- exploded in Darfur and I guess yeah. it's just all part of God's plan. It just, it's. So stupid. It's so stupid. Anyway, um, but uh, but like so, we said, we're not against it. No, we're not against <laughs> it. So okay, you mentioned the number of the beast, mm-hmm. which is kind of the oh, for 
from where I'm sitting, I could be wrong about this, but I kind of think that's like the OG Christian conspiracy theory. Is, oh, yeah. Uh, being able to, this whole idea that there's this prophecy in Revelation about the second coming of Christ and how it's going to be preceded by all this other stuff. And one of those things is the uh, the beast arriving on the scene. And that's not necessarily the devil. It's all these different beasts that are, you know, devil yes. adjacent. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Oh, no, sorry. This beast is referring to Satan. Sorry. <laughs> Boy, there are a lot of, uh, listen, I've been doing a, a lot, lot of, beasts. of reading. Of Revelation. Um, okay, so let's uh, – that comes from Revelation 13. So, uh, <laughs> listeners, if you want to open up your Bibles to Revelation 13, 2, and read along with me. Join us. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, blah, blah, blah. So he's like a mm -hmm. weird, you know, um, port portmanteau of uh, animals. Sounds hot. Um, uh, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Mm. And that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Something, so um, that so that's the uh, people have been reading a lot into this ever since that was <laughs> said. And one of the uh, popular theories is that uh, the six 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 somehow corresponds with the Hebrew alphabet with the spelling of Nero Caesar which was the mm. Roman emperor of the time. And that would make sense with the no man shall be able to buy or trade without this mark because his face was on the currency of the time. So that kind of makes sense, that guys. Makes sense. But uh, that hasn't stopped people from trying to read a lot into it. <laughs> so one of the – I remember it this never from does. like way back when, from like uh, the early 2000s, I feel mm -hmm. like, is when I first became aware of this, that barcodes were supposed to be this mark of the beast. Um, the EAN 13 barcode is one of the most popular kinds of barcode and it's used all over the world. And there was a rumor circulating that every barcode in that system included the number 666, which is not true. <laughs> Here's another uh, problem. Um, it's 616, depending on what translation you read. Because the thing oh. about the Bible is it's a mess. Oh, that was the other thing is. that led me away from Christianity, is if you look at the history of the Bible and who decided who was in it and how long it was between the time of the historical Jesus mm -hmm. and when the Bible was a finished thing, boy, that timeline is just a mess. Messy. If you're very religious, I advise you to not look into it. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so the mark of the beast and the buy and sell people are like, oh, it's chips and credit cards. Oh, it's a microchip that they're going to put in your Who would hand. care, though? What do you mean? Who like, who care? cares if it's in the bark? Oh, Christians. They just don't want to deal with well, anything satanic. Well, what they're looking at is this is a sign that these are the end times. Oh, because, end times. Because if you're a Christian, what are you looking forward to? Um, end not, times? Not a lot of slutty, slutty sex. Not a lot mm. of drug. Not a lot. Of, so, what do you have to look out for? To look forward the, to going to God's the right end hand. Times. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of confusion. The end times are so con Revelation is so confusing. I'm confused. Anyway, I'm going to try to not confuse anyone or even get into it, but it's... Um, oh, so they're looking for any reason 
yeah, to say like, let's hang times. in there. Let's hang into this. Let's keep, let's keep yes. going to these uh, boring services and let's keep wearing, uh, you know, frumpy jeans mm-hmm. and let's keep wearing, you know, bandanas. Because soon I'll be and with Jesus. And let's keep playing kumbaya and acoustic guitars around Ugh. a campfire. We got to stick with it because yeah. we're, almost, we're almost fucking there. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so my favorite, uh, and I think probably all of your favorite, of these uh, Christian reading into something that doesn't seem like there's a whole lot there, but boy, do they sell it big time, uh, the Monster Can Lady. I love that video. Were you aware of her before I no, showed you that video? I okay. wasn't. But so, everyone I've mentioned it to when I said we were doing this episode knew about her already. Right. So, so she was a deal. Her name is Christine Wyke. And she has a long, insane history of uh, protesting various causes. Um, when I say causes, I mean other Energy religions. Drinks. <laughs> well, she's uh, shown up to uh, Muslim events and mm. been like, ah, and she'll like grab the microphone away from this person who's just like, and today we're celebrating <laughs> Muslims in Texas. And then she takes the microphone and she's like, I declare this in the name of Jesus, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Christine. Scene. And like, there's a video of her. Also, um, if you're interested in the monster can video, uh, Google Christine Wyke Easter Bunny. Um, <laughs> there's a video of her abrading and uh, heaping vitriol on this man dressed in a bunny suit outside of a church on an Easter <laughs> Sunday, and he's just there to like greet the kids and yeah. say, "Hey, it's Easter." And she's like, "This is, you know, um, of Satan." This uh, Easter Bunny. I agree. She hates Santa Claus. Anything that comes from like a folk tradition, mm. she's against it. Um, are the devil's footsteps uh, coming for us? <laughs> what room is, is that? Shaking. The room is shaking at odd intervals, um, I, and I think it's a sign of the that we're doing the, a good job. <laughs> <I think it's laughs> this is the devil like jerking off to our show. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Christine, what does Christine have against Monster? Well, in the video, uh, she points out that the M that makes up the M for Monster. Could you tell, by the way, in the video where she was? She just had a table set up somewhere. That is a great question. It was question. such sleight of hand magic type of talk. Yeah. It was amazing. I thought it was a magic show when I first watched yeah, it. Yeah, she looks like, I wish I knew, but she looks like she's at a conference okay, of some kind. Okay, she just set up there. I, if I had to guess, if I had to just use my former Christian tuition to guess, I would guess she was at like a Christian book fair. That would be Perfect. my first guess, but it is a guess. So she points out that the M in the logo, that it the little humps in mm-hmm. the M are not connected. So individually, each segment of the M has a short horizontal line and then a longer vertical line, and that's making mm-hmm. up each part of the M. Um, and she says, <gasps> "Oh my God, he's here! The devil is here!" <laughs> I hope that that's being picked up. I hope I look up. okay. <laughs> um. So. Uh, she points out that each of these resembles uh, the Hebrew number six, um, which uh, so the M is actually spelling out six six six. Which uh, I guess she's not wrong. I mean, it's a bit that. I that thought she was of, like short line, long line. 
Sure. And then you're just like, and the woman, the girl video, she's like, yes. Yeah. She's like, okay. Okay. Yes. Go on. Interesting. Yeah. I think that she, the woman who was fil- filming it sounded, a, I don't think she was on board. She was, ga- oh, think. she was so skeptical. She even like giggled at one point. So yes, she I appreciated that. So that part is great, but it goes kind of downhill from there. Yes, it does. Um, she says that the, the O in monster is, sti- it's stylized to have a little line through the O, mm-hmm. which I think is supposed to look like a dinosaur or like a monster's eye. Kind of oh, like a okay, yeah. I didn't know eye. what it was supposed to look That's like. That's always been what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, you can't deny that's a cross. Right. <laughs> Some of us can. Um, so she demonstrates that when you drink from the monster energy drink, you, when you tip the can up to take a sip, that it the, the cross is upside down at that point. Bottoms up. The devil, the devil laughs. laughs. That was him laughing. <laughs> um, she shr- And then she shrugs and says, Something to think about. <laughs> and that's the, that, that part was so sleight of hand magic, though she'd just, like, blown everyone's mind. <laughs> yeah, she's so smug at that she's point. She's so smug. Gotcha, you dumb energy drink like, 11 whoa. bitches. Yeah. Also, who drinks that vertically? <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, no one drinks vertically. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I mean, I guess maybe Christians do because Bottoms they're always up. trying to look like, am I making anything into an accidental, up, accidental upside down cross? <laughs> That's what matters to me when I'm hydrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, th- so she said very disingenuously, I thought that when she first spotted the cross in the O, that she said to herself, "Well, maybe it's a Christian company." Um, but then she sees that the can includes copy like uh, BFC equals big fucking can. Just pretty stupid ad copy, if you ask me. I mean, a, a teenage bro made this drink. <laughs> yes. And then um, it, continuing on that point, it also says somewhere on the can, Milf dig it, and you will too. <laughs> uh, and it also says, unleash the beast, which, hello. Six, six, what six. did we just, and what, the Revelation 13? Pretty <laughs> pretty clearly. So, okay, so she was on an episode of Taj.0. Rebbed Web Redemption series. I didn't know that. Which is a series where Taj.0 has these people who have uh, uh, who have stumbled into unexpected internet fame and uh, talks to them and sort of gets them to maybe see things from a different perspective. Um, and she says in that interview that God made it go viral, her video yeah. of that thing. And um, so the skit is he's pitching her a bunch of <laughs> drink ideas like Satan's semen, etc. And uh, she says, Tosh, taking others straight to hell. <laughs> like she's figured him out with, um, you know, because it's an acronym. Yeah. And he's like, okay, interesting. Um, so <laughs> that was, so that's the story of Christine Wyke, um and her and her work. Uh, do, if you've only watched her Monster Cam video, that's really the tip of the iceberg. I know, I need to go deeper. Dive deeper. I'm gonna. Her video led to... <clears throat> Just watching that one on YouTube, led the next one was like, um, this man can see demons, and here's why. Then it was like the 700 Club's YouTube yes, channel. Yes, God, 700 Club. And I was like, Club. I do want to click this. That Sunday school teacher I told you about who mm-hmm. was super creepy, he was on an episode of the 700 oh, of Club. Course of course he was. Of course he was. Um, so, okay, so that, so that's, 
that that the story of um, Christians seeing things, or you know, this kind of Christian, want to be specific, crazy people, crazy people, seeing who happen that, to be Christian, who happen to be Christian, seeing uh, reading too much into logos, <clears throat> uh, it continues. It has, uh, it's uh, there's still there to to this day. There are people making videos like, look at this logo, look at the Pepsi logo. This is what it actually means. And one of my favorite of these is from a YouTube channel that I stumbled on because I do love to watch Christian vloggers because you really do. They are it's just Does because, it remind you of a former time? It reminds me of a former time and it's just um you know they're so different, you know, cuz they yeah. have such like such strong conviction that's based on you know it, it does impress me when people can build their whole lives around something that is baloney. so um, so, 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 so hard to confirm. So impossible to confirm. <laughs> yeah. So you're only going to know if you're right or not when you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does, I don't know, that whole thing, religion in general, and then those people especially because they're the ones that I know. Um, so I came upon this channel called uh, James and Leah D. Philia Ministries, and they mm. are a couple. And uh, I'm going to point out something that they would not want me to point out right up top. Just drag them. They are no, they oh. are so hot. Both oh, they're them. hot. They are both sumptuously beautiful. Sounds people. like the work of the devil to me. We'll get to that. <laughs> so it's definitely the work of the devil. And they both have talked about how like they've struggled because they're both so hot, and like they have to cover. They have to, and so that led Leah to making the decision to cover her head. I'm too hot. I got to cover my head. For God. But the thing is, she doesn't really – she doesn't put it in those words. She doesn't come off as being that egotistical. But she was, A, a new age practitioner and, B, a fashion model before she got into uh, Philly ministry. So she's not – she has, you know, I believe outside confirmation that she's quite attractive. Um, And then her husband is like – Vin Diesel isn't really my type, but this guy kind mm. of looks like Vin Diesel and is my type. <laughs> he uh, he's just so muscly and so, yeah. which I'm not usually into, but he pulls it off. He's also bald and he's also like 40s. He's yeah. like that, like you know how men like kind of reach their peak when they're 40 and bald and very yeah. muscly. Yeah, yeah. So he's that. <laughs> um, so they're married and have a ministry together and they both ascribe to this very um, Hebrew roots type of Christianity where okay. they love to pre- pepper their language. Like instead of saying Jesus, they say Yahshua. They made a video recently about how they observe Hanukkah. Oh. It's not quite Jews Jews for Jesus. It's not Jews for Jesus, but it's like we love the Old Testament. And with her little head covering, it's it's clear that she really wants to be an Old Old Testament gal. And there are a lot of Christians that I knew growing up being homeschooled, obviously, who totally had that fantasy of like – it was like a mixture of like Perry Home Companion and just like pretending to be – yeah, just like wanting to really get back to that garden of Eden. And live this wholesome fruit picking, herb growing, uh, uh, reading the Bible by the fire type lifestyle. And you can see like why that's inviting and like comforting. I think the Old Testament's cool or than the new one. Do you? Yeah. Have you read Leviticus? I mean, what's sexier than that? (laughs) Okay. And Ashab begat 
Shushalom. I'm sorry if that was rude. Anyway, so she. Um, wow, you've offended a lot of listeners with that one. I'm sorry, Shushalom. So she, so she has this video that reminded me of the Monster Can Lady because it's about, uh, it's about a Pepsi ad. Okay. So Pepsi came out with this uh, water called Life Water. I don't know what the deal with Life Water is. I don't know why it has that name. Um, but it was there was sometime around the Super Bowl, it came out with an ad where it was three bottles in a row, mm-hmm. and the bottle in the middle had a hand making the OK symbol, and there was an I in okay. the middle of the uh, of the hole, of the um, thumb and index finger touching that makes a little circle, and mm-hmm. there was an I in it. So, a human-looking eye? Yes. Okay. And uh, she interprets this as, like, this is a hand making a six. So, like, six, 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 hello. Okay. And then the eye is the all-seeing eye that you see. Uh, and she, like, brings up all these other examples of the all-seeing eye, like the eye at the top of the pyramid and the yeah, dollar bill. There. And there's the uh, – Like Illuminati all-seeing Illuminati all seeing mm-hmm. eyes. She goes in all different directions right. with her. She is not limited to <laughs> biblical, biblically based conspiracy theories. She she loves it all. GMOs, Illuminati, uh, Masons, anything. She she loves it all. I get it. Equal opportunity. Um, so she talks about when she was in the New Age. She like talked to spirit guides, and now she realizes that those were de- demonic. And oh, when yeah. she made the decision to cover her head, she says that that was a direct. She heard from God. So the chances are pretty high, in my opinion, that Leah is not wholly sane. And yeah. we don't speculate about sanity on this podcast. No. But I'm just until saying. Until we do. Until we do. <laughs> I'm just saying that, um, you know, if I weren't me and if I were a psychologist, I would say, like, if you hear voices to that extent to that often, I don't know. Go to a, I don't know. Pray on it. Pray on it. <laughs> um, so, but I really like. She's very likable. She's very. Uh, it helps that she's like beautiful and also, crazy. Also, it's very possible she doesn't hear anything. Right. Just, right. Say, just throwing that out. There. But she is that intoxicating combo of beautiful and crazy. So anyway, she has you all like these ideas. That. I do. I really, <laughs> you really do. It's your type. Um, so she makes a huge deal out of this hand gesture, and then she shows like these clips of like other um, of like st- you know how like people like to make this uh, sign where it's like an upside down okay thing, oh, yeah, like on a thing eye. on the internet, mm-hmm. and like putting it over I do your that. eye. Yeah, and she's like, look, that's a. T-. And she doesn't really. Ex- I, sh- I don't think she explains that well. Like. Why that's satanic. Right. Um, but then she's – it's basically like her whole theory is they, whoever they is, is trying to get you used to seeing these signs and symbols because they don't want you to see it coming mm. when Satan uh, takes over. Okay. Um, and then she's uh, she's very offended that it's called Life Water. And she says, do not think that the irony of that name is lost on me. Okay. <laughs> and then she like, oh, yeah. So she shows all these clips of like other okay symbol of other people giving the okay symbol. And uh, then she's like interspersing it with like images of Buddha and other figures from Indian religions who are making what's called a mudra. Yeah. Which is uh, a hand gesture. That, it's like up, um, right, right. Well, it's it varies throughout mm-hmm. different oh, okay. traditions. But it's a very common that having three fingers together and then having <clears throat> the index and thumb touch. It appears across cultures, which Leah can't wrap her mind around that that could be anything other than a global, uh, his, uh, you know, uh, 
ancient um, conspiracy of the devil. There's just right. no other way that there's any other explanation. Um, and then she she brings it all home with the all-seeing eye at the top of the temple on the dollar bill because that also, in that same image, there are the Latin words novus ordo seclorum, mm-hmm. which means new order of ages, new world. world. Order. Okay. She's saying they are blatantly telling you to your face which god they worship. They want you to be desensitized to these symbols. Again, I'm not sure she's totally clear on who they is or how this all works together or what the New World Order and Illuminati has to do with with the Bible. I guess we're just supposed to know. That's supposed to be information that you already have because you're you're a clued-in person. Mm -hmm. So um, because of that, I stumbled down this other weird rabbit hole. Of uh, remember when I was at the when we were at the bar and I was pretty drunk and I came up to you and I was like, Katie, it turns out they put fetus fetuses in Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So okay, so I that's what this is time about. for bed. <laughs> yeah. So so she taught so in this video about life water. She says life water because she is from New Jersey. Water. Um, she, well, I knew she was without <laughs> knowing. I knew. So she talks about how, like, Pepsi has been caught putting aborted uh, baby fetal cells in their drinks. And I looked it up on Snopes, and there is is a teeny, (gasps) tiny grain of truth to that. Hence the name Life Water. Hence the name Life Water. Um, The biotechnology company called Senomics, Senomics, I think that's how it's pronounced, collaborated with Pepsi to come up with a new Flavor enhancers. Oh, They're a biotechnology uh, – th- so that's just their thing. They come up with ways to make your food uh, pop with yeah. flavor. Um, so in the course of their research papers, they've mentioned uh, a, a cell line called HEK-293. And that is a cell culture that originated with the embryonic kidney of a fetus that was aborted <gasps> in the 1970s. <gasps> so – so they've they've done research with this. Is that necessarily in everything that they make? Um, yes. They came out with uh, the their collaboration with Pepsi. Um, they came up with something called Sweet Mix, which is a flavor. Enhan- it's not a sweetener. It's something that makes uh, that makes things taste that enhances the sweetness of, of already sweet things of already sweet things. So, and I think that they did. From what I read, I could be wrong, but I think that they have started putting that in mug root beer. But it's not clear whether or not that contains. I love mug root beer. You love fetal. drinking fetus. <laughs> you love drinking I knew that, embryonic though. kidneys. Um, but it's actually it's not clear that okay. that is in. I want to be clear. You can still enjoy. You can probably still enjoy mug root beer unless you want to be absolutely sure that you're not consuming. But so the Snopes article points out that it's also pretty misleading to say that that has aborted. Uh, baby oh cells in it because it's like a copy of a copy of a copy of this culture that was made, you know, a in long the seventies. But it is bizarre that that would enhance an heirloom kidney. An <laughs> Good God! I'm into um, it. So Leah has made. I I watched a lot of her videos, and uh, there was one in particular that. Wow. Hello, Satan. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, guys. I forgot how popular I am. There, yeah, shouldn't you be at work it's right a now? Work, <laughs> it's a work day, and that's why I'm getting work phone calls. <laughs> guys, I'm busy doing something that doesn't make me money. 
so there was um so I I've actually interacted with Leah in the YouTube comment section. There was one video God, you comment on things. I can't help myself. I do comment on things. Um, you can read all my comments after this. You're like a female redditor. Yes, of course. Um, I accept that. Um, so she, there is this video that she made about Halloween and how it's evil, which mm. I can't resist. And in it, she Halloween. talks about how the origin of jack-o'-lanterns comes from a oh, no. Celtic druid tradition whereby they would uh, they had human sacrifices okay. and they'd chop off their human sacrifices heads and they decorate their temples with chopped off heads sounds cool yeah but here's the thing i was like really because like i can't not to brag but i've googled halloween once or twice in my day because i love knowing like the folklore origins of stuff like that and i've never heard anything like this i've heard i've heard that you know they didn't always use pumpkins it used to be turnips and that's like as much as i know is available on the internet yeah and uh, so I try, like, tried to do some more reading, and it's like, based on the scholarly papers that I saw, druids maybe did human sacrifices. Like, there's some evidence to suggest that, but it's not. No- and as far as like decapitating and beh- decorating and their decorating temple, temple, it's like, where is she getting this? So I couldn't help myself. Yeah. I commented. I was like, hey, um, respectfully, where did- I did. I did say. I think. Well, I was a little bit snippy, but I was like, hey. Uh, what are you talking about? And like, where did you get this? And then she responded, it is well available on the internet. Well. And I want to get into that a little bit. Well. Who says well? It is well available. I'll tell you Old Testament? British people. Oh, And when do people pretend to be British? When they're in like Game of Thrones type shows. And what is Game of Thrones uh, a fantasy of your... And I think that it's just people very, love to play, play pretend and with this a is British just accent. Whole thing is, I think it's her whole she's thing. She's cosplaying. Of like, she, that's the thing. It's she's like, Dungeons and Dragoning. <laughs> it's this Dungeons and Dragons version of Christian. That's her denomination of Christianity. Oh, it really is just it's like so nerdy. a fantasy of what if what if it was before? And that's what a lot of Christianity <laughs> is. That's my thesis. I should have said that. What at if the it beginning. was early times? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, so she, so after she said it is well available on the internet, I said, Leah, I really like you. I like your videos, but I'm sure you know there's a lot of made up stuff on the internet. You must know. And she responded, she, to her credit, she did respond again. And she said, there are books about druids that confirm the majority of the information. And, um, in my head, I was like, well, what book, sweetie? Like, can I get a title? Can I get an ISBN number? Do we decimal? Hit me with that ISBN <laughs> that I hope contains the number 666. <laughs> but um, she was, uh, she. I didn't, I actually, I just decided to let it go because it's like, no, oh, it's in books. Got it. And then she was like, and the modern day witches who celebrate Halloween know Full well, what traditions are emulating? And I was like, okay, sounds. No, we don't. Yeah, um, boy, Leah, if you're listening, I want to rec- I want to recommend a website called Snopes. Yeah. com to you. Um, but yeah, I think that's enough of affiliate ministries. But I really, I recommend. I want to check out their videos. Them, uh, girl defined. If you want, what was to, the ones uh, like, you sent me? The girl that was like, she did have a head covering. Maybe it was Leah. 
And she was like, I don't wear high heels because... That's Leah. Oh, yeah. She's great. <laughs> Why did she not wear high heels? I wanted you to read that. I thought that maybe you could learn something. About, well, she just, it wasn't, mo- it was about just modesty, how to dress modestly. And that's not, she's like, I don't choose to, and this is why. And then I was like, I gotta go. Right. Well, I've, yeah, she also is someone the who. The higher like, the heel, the closer to God, I always thought. <laughs> <laughs> she is also someone who will wear full on like modesty, swimwear. Um, and yeah, she really goes, she really goes whole, whole hog. Is the Bible they say be modest? I've never read it. <laughs> Yes, okay. they, they touch on that subject. <laughs> it's Prove pretty, it. But you have to go, you have to really dive deep to get to the head covering stuff. Most, yeah. I, that is a, it's, that's I, a deep I would say dive, that's, mama. I would say that that is a, a tenuous, tenuous connection to make. Um, so, okay. So, Doomsday. Um, mm. It's inspired a lot of scams, as I'm sure you're aware. Yeah. Scammers love Doomsday. Are your parents Doomsday people? You know, they love the show, the TLC program, Doomsday Preppers, mm. and it did result in a lot of uh, half-assed. They're just fans preppering. of a show, right? And Got then it. I, for a while, I would like find like weird cans <laughs> of bread that had expired, and they were ordering from Nature Box. And then my mom was like squirreling away Nature Box snacks. I want to like, call them out on this. I'll show. save this for no, I do. Okay, and it's like, oh, we're saving these for an emergency apocalypse. Like, mom, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And then. <laughs> I would find them and they'd be like expired. They would be all stuck together. Like, and then great. I was finally like, you know, you have a kidney transplant. Like you have to take all these anti-rejection medicine. Like in a doomsday scenario, you are done. Oh, you're done. You're toast. Don't try to prepare for anything. First of all, anything that you do save, I'm going to steal. Sure. It's hopeless. Everyone for their, themselves. <laughs> Everything for themselves. But wait, 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 wait. Me One quick for thing my parents stuff about Doomsday, and we can cut this out if you think it's stupid. But I really need to understand this. <laughs> um, I need to get it. If do okay, if end times are coming and you get to go be with Jesus, okay. And why do you have to prep for anything? That is such a good question, and it is so confusing. And I meant to. We don't have to get into it, but guys, maybe think on it. This is what this is what I understand. It is very confusing because it says when the rapture comes, come home. One man will be left (laughs) in the field, and the other one will be gone. Yeah, it's like shoop. Like you're gonna get you know. They want to be the gone ones, sucked up to Jesus, um, and through uh, a Jesus straw, through a Jesus straw. But then it's like, well, no, the beast is going to come back and the Antichrist, 666, he's going to rule for a period of time. And you're stuck with him. Before Jesus comes all the way back. So that's why like Obama, other world leaders, that's why people love to say like he's the Antichrist Mm -hmm. because the Antichrist precedes the the second coming of Christ. The Cheeto president. The Cheeto president. <laughs> so they so they want the Antichrist to come so that they can, like, wait for it. So a lot of the doomsday preppers on that show, they would say, like, the end times are going to get bad, but for whatever reason, we're still going to be here waiting for Jesus because we get didn't it. get raptured for whatever reason. Like but, I, maybe you weren't good enough. Thing, that's the thing about Revelation and uh, other and the other uh, verses in Matthew that address the second coming. It's just like it's so um, it, it, heaven seems to not have its administration totally worked mm. out. They seem to not have a great they need a timeline better receptionist uh, fixed um, worked out. 
Um, you know, the Bible, I love it, but it could have used a bunch more drafts to just really work out these kinks. You're about, the like, Bible's what's, editor. What's happening when? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's gonna. I'm gonna make Molly's new international Bible. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, with a very clear doomsday itinerary. Because I just want to know. I know I'm going to be left here. And there was this episode of Doomsday Preppers that I loved where this guy was did not drink, but he was stockpiling alcohol because he knew that in people that um, when the end times come, there would be some people who were sinners who would just want to drink themselves to death. And, and he's so he like, I got jealous in his the shelter, in his fallout shelter. He'll become a drinker. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, oof, that knuckle sorry pop. That. Sorry about that knuckle pop. Um, so, it's very funny about all this doomsday stuff because um, the Bible is very clear that you're not supposed to try to see when the end times are coming. Like, um, stop looking. It'll happen. Don't watch a boiling pot or whatever. <laughs> um, the, well, the actual verse is, <laughs> for you yourself. Oh, that are, wasn't it? <laughs> For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, mm. which I love. See, it's That's zingers hot. like that that really like keep me coming back from yeah. here. Um, at this other one, this is another version that I like. It appears in a different, a later date. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed. <laughs> It's basically yeah. saying, like, be always ready because you never know when it's going to happen. You never know. And yet there's been an end every, like, ten years there's someone who's trying to see when it's going to happen and is telling you when it's going to happen. Yeah. Do you know who Harold Camping is? I don't think so. He was um, big in the D.C. area. I don't know about other places. But he was – a lot of people were in his doomsday prediction. Oh, God. Okay. He wasn't trying to scam anyone. He genuinely believed he thought he knew – He it was like the Christian Bible network. I might be wrong about what the name of their radio mm-hmm. station was, but he had a very popular radio show. And there was, I think his first production was, I think, sometime in the 80s or 90s. And uh, my dad remembers being in, an, it must have been in the 80s. No, it could have been the 90s. He remembers being in an office and uh, someone who he worked with leaving the radio on, uh-huh. on that station and leaving a bunch of pamphlets about the end of the world around. Oh, God. And he left thinking that he was going to – it was the end times. And so he was just leaving the radio on and leaving Here the pamphlets out in case he could just get a couple people interested. Oh the doomsday date came and went. Uh, didn't happen. He came back to work. Nobody said anything. They just let it go. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, – <laughs> And then Harold Camping was like, okay, I was a little off, I was a little off, I was a little off. It's actually tomorrow. uh, (laughs) No, it was actually like 10 or 15 years or something. Sometime when I was in college. And I remember being in a restaurant in D.C. and uh, going to the ladies' room. And there was this old woman who made some kind of normal chit-chat at first to me. And then was like, the world is going to end soon. Listen to Harold Camping Radio. (laughs) And I was like. I'll do that. That's very good advertising. <laughs> it's very <laughs> right. The world's gonna end. Listen to yeah, no, yeah, to find out when. I've never uh, listened to Harold Camping, but I assume he was like, go out to all the ladies' restrooms and just nab whoever you can coming out of the <laughs> toilet while their hands are still wet <laughs> and they're vulnerable. Um, but yeah, so this, so why, why do they try to predict? You can't. Don't. Oh, don't. No, Guys, no, no, no. Don't. 
Don't scare people, you brats. Yeah. And so, like I said, Harold Camping, I think, really believed what he was saying. Right. But there are plenty who don't. Um, you should all, if you know what's good for you, you'll watch a YouTube video called Vic Berger Presents Jim Backer's Buckets. Jim Backer is an evangelical Christian and Presents a, Jim Backer's Buckets? Jim Backer's Buckets. Okay. He sells, um, his whole thing is, uh, he's... He sells end time products, a full suite of end time preparedness products, and it show these these videos have been beautifully edited by someone called Vic Berger. But in their raw, unadulterated form, they just show him stirring giant buckets of like for an for a live studio audience. He's showing them like, look, here's like a ten pound bucket of rice and a ten pound a uh, bucket of cheese and broccoli and he like makes them and like stirs them together with a huge shovel and he has his assistants like pouring them into a trough and he's like this will feed you for a month and then he takes that same <laughs> shovel and he's like you need to get these shovels for $17.99 you need to dig a latrine and it's like is it for stirring broccoli or is it for digging a latrine <laughs> I need separate shovels Jim <laughs> anyway he's a disgusting person and he's gotten in a lot him, of trouble with the law and if you want to know more about that, listen to Swindled's episode on Jim Backer because it is, oh, it's if you like evangelical perverts, he's he's your guy. Um, and for whatever reason, even though he's been arrested and gotten all this trouble, you can still go to his website and buy um, these four gallon pails of Doomsday Bucket food for a uh, hundred dollars a pop. So if that interests you, I'm, if you're just someone who's I'm online right now, <laughs> if you're just someone who's <laughs> casually interested in giant buckets of uh, cheesy broccoli, I kind of am industrial quantities. <gasps> Wait, do, oh, sign never mind. Up. So do you think every industrial quantity of food I've seen has been doomsday? But no, I recently saw an industrial quantity of spaghetti and meatballs. Anyway, Ooh. that was a <laughs> why where uh, it was a targeted ad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> and it said Italian, Italian in a bucket, and I said it me. <laughs> <laughs> boy, that algorithm is just getting too good. It's too good. It's inside our heads. Um, so in Kansas, this was something I found out through the TLC Doomsday World. Um, in Kansas, a businessman named Larry Hall uh, in a couple years ago made a bunker inside a retired missile silo and called mm. it the Survival Condo Proje- Project, <laughs> where it's 15 floors of single-family homes, uh, one full-floor plan in this missile silo okay. doomsday bunker costs $3 million. Oh, God. And they sold out before Shut. before construction ended in 2012. And that I'm like with Jim Backer and this guy, I'm like, that's a pretty penny you're making off of people's paranoia. It's also telling me there's a lot of rich, crazy people, which we know. Yeah. In Kansas? In Kansas. No. Yeah. So, okay. So, Katie, I thought it'd be like a fun game. Uh-oh. Um, I was if, not privy to this before. <laughs> I hate when she does this. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering if you can think of any products that you think, mm. based on their packaging, are of the devil. I already thought of a great one. Of the devil? Yeah. La Croix. Okay. What does that mean in French? Croix. Cross. It does? Yes. So, so what is the cross doing on a, 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 a fruity? Oh, God. 
sparkly beverage. Fruit. Fruit Forbidden. of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. Forbidden fruit. Do you oh, see? God, this is good. And this is just me. Do you see? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, no. I feel okay. Like I'm what think I of just one. made up is as good as... As anything. As anything. Go waffles. Go on. Okay. Do you see? Do you see? No, they are. It's like wait, a series wait, wait. of little mini crosses little that make up the squares. That make up the squares of the waffle. And the squares look like tombs. <sighs> right? They're each <laughs> representing a, a mass grave. A mass grave. And it comes in packages of six. And then it's actually they're eight. round like the rock, rock that they rolled in front of the cave where, where Jesus, Jesus was. was. Or they're round like giant uh, communions. <gasps> communion wipers. Communion wipers. They look like we, they look like oh Lego my, my Lego my salvation. You see what I mean? Like you can pretty much freestyle your way to uh, <sighs> Satan isn't everything. And that's what I really, uh, if you take away anything from today's episode. Take away this. Satan's in everything. You're going to go up the Jesus straw. You're all right. (laughs) You're okay with us. You're okay with us. Bring all your weird to yeah, no, yeah. Send it there. Dot com. 666 in Hebrew. And then the Bible talks about the beast in Revelation. And look at Monster's ad. This is her statement. You see these M's everywhere. Hats, t-shirts, bumper stickers. Is there another agenda here? If God can use people and product, so can Satan. And look at it this way. Even if the M was not the issue, you cannot deny that that is a cross. And what is witchcraft when the cross goes upside down? Bottoms up. And the devil laughs.